Hello, ghosts and ghouls. And today, I Know What You Podcast last summer has gathered to talk about The Fog, John Carpenter's original, not the one with Tom Welling and <laughs> such, the remake. <laughs> but first, let me introduce the obviously awesome crew that we have. First, we have B. Yes, hello, I'm here. And then we definitely have Mary. Hello, hello. And Kenneth showed up. Hi, Kenneth. Hey, I'm just here in the fog. <laughs> <laughs> just rolled on in. Yep, yep. Just rolled on in. <laughs> so I was pretty excited to see this. Uh, I'd never seen it before. Uh, I don't know if anyone else seen it before. I had never seen it, no. Me neither. No? Oh, great. So we chose this because uh, we are for the Bay Area. We wanted to see some Bay Area films. This was filmed in Point Reyes in 1980 for John Carpenter's... Like, It had to be like so much pressure to be the follow-up to Halloween. And it's yeah. like, what is my life going to be after this? And how yeah. good mm-hmm. is this going to be? It's a make or break of his career, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just use a bunch of people from the other movie. <laughs> I mean, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's a great film. So he wanted to uh, tell a ghost story. And so he has an old seaman in the very beginning telling a ghost story. <laughs> I like straightforward horror films. I like yeah. films that, that are just, you know, you know, pretty much what you're in for there might be a few twists or turns along the way but for the most part it's being set up for you it's you know it's just it's being lobbed right at you like a tennis ball and uh, yeah yeah and honestly that was added last minute the uh the, the the opening but i thought it was so effective the campfire stories of the old man telling a tale about the sun to the children telling them that you have five more minutes and midnight is there uh, they have the Antonio Bay. It's their centennial of their founding, mm-hmm. and they're celebrating in five minutes. So it's the, also the centennial of killing people to take their money and <laughs> build the town. <laughs> they don't know that, but that's definitely what happened. <laughs> like, so that just means that the fog is going to go roll on in with a bunch of lepers who are going to kill six people because those are the people, but not six of the descendants, just six just of descendants. Random people. Randos. Yeah, yeah. random. Screwed up. Yeah, it's like, what is the six, first six people we come upon is what we've decided <laughs> to be compromising on. Uh, and we're going to kill those six people to, you know, because you killed, because there were six conspirators, not because six leper colony people were killed, because they came to the priest of the original and they said, please help us, you know, relocate. And he's like, okay, wait, they got a lot of money. So they put a, 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 a fire so they could see through the fog. And the fog came in. It's like, oh, they helped us, but helped us to kill people. And it threw in the the ship of the lepers to the fire on the beach. And then as soon as they got there, the six conspirators, including Father Delaney, who is the (laughs) ancestor of Father Delaney in the movie, (laughs) killed these people. And they stole their gold. And they were supposed to now put it towards their own town. Um, which they did. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which they did not. Well, that's true. They made it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's that's right. right. Because at the very end, turns out it was all for naught. Prince Delaney just stole it in the past and melted it down to a giant cross and then hid it in the walls of a church. So, which is like, like, what the fucking point? What why, was the point? Why go through the, all that effort of killing all those lepers and taking their money if you're just going to hide it in a wall somewhere, you weirdo? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the deed was already done, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I, you know, that was the weakest point for me. But we get to meet everyone through the fog. We get to meet Adrian Barbeau's character of the radio mm-hmm. DJ and her fantastic radio voice. Amazing who, job and everything. 
oh, and she's Perfect. in the lighthouse where she could see the fog come in and she could tell people on the radio, don't go really on. Cool. Yeah, and she gets to like warn the people what's going on and what people does she warn? Jamie Lee Curtis character who gets to <laughs> hitchhike into town and into some old dude's bed. Yeah, so, I was yeah. just like, you know, <laughs> what? No, yeah, the age gap in that was hitchhike all of the windows bust out of my truck moment and that somehow led to booty time and I was like, okay. Yeah, that was a leap. Like I was, was I, I was like, did I fall asleep and miss a scene? <laughs> like, I, I looked at my phone, but I thought it was for like 30 seconds because they went right from, you know, hitchhiker patter to well, they're naked in bed together. Yeah. See, there was a, a, a quick little thing where he says something about getting lucky and she's like, maybe you will. And that was it, apparently. That was done. Fact made. In that, in <laughs> that respect, that past. still very much felt like a, you know, even though it's made in 1980, it felt very much like a 70s film still. <laughs> Yeah. We just escaped you know, the 70s. We're, we're, just, we're hitchhikers. You know. We're just like, a hitchhiker could just be a great time, you know? Yeah, you know? <laughs> I don't know about it. Definitely that. not a murderer. Like, nice. 100% guaranteed murderer. <laughs> and then we have Jamie Lee Curtis's mom, the legendary Janet Lee, who yeah. is the mayor's wife or is someone of some sort of stature? Well, like, her husband worked in the... He worked in the sea business, right? Her husband. <laughs> he's a seaman. Yeah. He's, he's a, a seaman. seaman. Yeah. This, this is about salty seaman, the movie. Yes. Oh. <laughs> and, One might say and, crusty. Crusty. Uh, <laughs> they were very juicy seamen. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason why they were juicy seamen was because Cronenberg scanners came out uh, really before this. And originally, John Carpenter had like no death scene with like juicy people and death mm -hmm. but then Cronenberg mm -hmm. scanner came out and they're like we got to give it to them we got to give the people what they want people want more juicy. gore Cronenberg's uh, weird scene. shit though Cronenberg is some weird ass weird. shit I, I love him so much so, where I feel like you have to just you have to take mushrooms before you watch a Cronenberg movie <laughs> like yes yes I just watched it sober, but okay. <laughs> I'm probably missing something, though. That's probably levels I'm definitely missing. Uh, so we have Janet Lee, who is, uh, the, you were thinking, like, the uh, prominent Siemens wife. Well, I, I know that when, um, when everything kind of starts getting super weird, uh, mm -hmm. there's that part where, you know, there's the boat that's out there that's listening to our sexy DJ and, you know, talking about her. And then they're the first ones who run into the, the fog lepers, who are rolling in, rolling into town. Yeah. They get killed on the boat. And then, you know, the boat never shows back up and her husband was on it. Right. That's right. 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 That's right. And she, she goes on with the show. You know, yeah. She's trying to be all on. professional. Yeah. That was something know. that was interesting. So we like, we have little slices of life in this town. Yeah. We have, you know, Janet Lee's uh, and Annie from Halloween. Annie from Halloween. Know, and from all the way, and we have like little slices of life, which is really cool. You know, people don't even really meet to the end. Jamie Lee Curtis and Janet Lee don't meet to the end, but we get to see different people in the town. But yeah. in the very like front half, we get three kills, boom, 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 on a ship in the fog out in the bay. Uh, the the leper pirate ship rolls in and kills three mm -hmm. people, and then you come to find out shortly after they need six people killed. You're like, well, we got half down. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's true. Yeah, I mean I I kind of was a little like, well, why don't you go after people who are descendants? Like I didn't quite yeah. buy this whole random kill whoever aspect of it, um, just because that doesn't make sense to me. But I'm not a 
leper ghost. So what do I know? Maybe, well, maybe they were very polite leper ghosts. They knocked on doors. That's they true. Made sure, you know, like, they knocked on your door and they were like, hey, is anyone home? And sometimes they came in and sometimes they didn't. You know, that they little boy that was very poor old lady. They killed the poor old lady. Uh, who so was that, babysitting that was or whatever. I was like, he was oh. babysitting the the radio DJ's uh, son, who was also very, who was very annoying. Um, <laughs> and uh, she died, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then I don't remember who the fifth death was. Oh, it was the guy, the weatherman, who would call in to Andrew. Oh, Lebeau's. who was hitting hitting on the DJ all the time. Yeah, oh, yeah. Through, through the airwaves. Like, <laughs> yeah, we are meant to be together. Yeah, and he was like, <laughs> "Yo, there's a." There's a fog rolling in, and she's like, "Well, yeah, there's a fog rolling in. It's it's blowing this way." He, that's impossible. That's not the way it blows in. You silly woman. <laughs> Go to dinner with me. <laughs> she's like, "No." <laughs> and so uh, we have that dude who died. So that was our fifth death, and then it had to come down to the priest who found the journal, who told the real story of his ancestor, mm-hmm. who who was just wrought with guilt. Until he found out that the ancestor had, you know, stole all the gold and melted it down across and gave the cross back. What I did like is he gave the cross to the lepers who were trying to break into the church where everyone gathered at the very end because it was the last place to go on mm-hmm. Old Cross Road. <laughs> and, as, and you they, as you do. And they oh came back. They were not, so they, were, they did come back though. They, they gave the cross and they're like, just kidding. <laughs> they killed him anyway. No, I, I, that's as it should be. Yeah, I appreciate that. I was like, yeah. I was like, thank yeah. you. This is so unfinished they, business, man. That they yeah. named it Old Cross Road. You could have just, why not just name it Stolen Gold Avenue? <laughs> <laughs> Gold Cross in the Wall Avenue. We, we kill Lepers Lane. <laughs> <laughs> Built on the blood of lepers in Cold Lane. <laughs> yes, That's exactly. Pretty, pretty long pretty long but you know it tells a story (laughs) so i really enjoyed the fact that they uh they did conclude that with really what it should happen uh i very much enjoyed the film uh i liked the music which john carpenter did uh rob button did the makeup um i thought the suspense was good uh what did people think i liked it a bunch um i thought i liked i mean yeah i think the the initial scene really starts to let you kind of know what the what the tenor of the film is going to be and then once we get to the bit with the priest where like the like the brick just starts falling out of the wall and he reaches it and finds that old book i'm like i know exactly what this movie is <laughs> um, and i was i was in it like that that was the scene for me i was just like yes okay cool and then we get that this the scene where he's like telling the story and i was just i was so in i just i love a classic ghost story and you could not get any more classic than a bunch of vengeful leper ghosts <laughs> that is awesome no i i agree with b this is this is a very i said it earlier but it's a very straightforward horror film ghost story mm-hmm. and i like those a lot and i i trust john carpenter to tell a story that i'm gonna enjoy for the you know for the most part and I just, I liked it. It was good pacing. It wasn't too long. It had all these familiar faces that I liked a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it just, it, 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 it did exactly what I thought it was going to do. And that was very enjoyable to me. You know, not, not all movies have to blow my mind in order for them to be really good. They just need to give me what I want. And then, and, and this did. So yeah, I liked it. Well, and 
like we, we had we had talked in the, the other uh bay area related movie we watched uh this month about how we didn't like the end because it felt like a it felt like a head fake and mm. whereas this one i felt was the much more classic fake horror ending where it's like oh yes we've beat the monster who let's take a breath and then five <laughs> minutes later psych daddy with a face <laughs> as it should be also thanks for the gold it was originally mine <laughs> it was actually fucking mine you did and that was that was fine i liked that that was yeah because i was like yeah all right that feels fair yeah mm-hmm. yeah agreed how about yeah. you, Kenneth? I had a great time with this movie. It, it was a lot of fun. Uh, Fog's super creepy in general. Yeah. So Agreed. It, it Silent out. Hill ruined Fog for me. Oh, the God. Silent Hill, so oh, I was like, yeah. I, I can't yeah. trust that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up in Fresno where it gets crazy foggy. Like, oh, wow. you can see 10 feet in front of you at best kind of fog. So th- this really harkens back to, like, trying to walk somewhere uh, at night and just not knowing what's what's around you. So... It was a good movie, and the the score kicked ass. Um, I, I don't know. It re- reminded me a lot of Halloween's jingle, um, oh, yeah. but with like a, a good enough separate spin on it that it d- didn't feel like it was just riffing on it. Um, yeah, yeah. Everyone likes ghost pirates things, and I honestly think leopards. it would have been as good. Yeah, I mean, ghost leopard pirates. You know, it happens. <laughs> and it's amazing what it does. You know, um, I don't. I really like. I don't know if this film would have been as good as Adrian Barbo wasn't as good as she was because she was like kind of the driving force and narrator. Oh yeah. Tell like things. And if she wasn't as good, I don't think the film would have been as good. I sort of felt like uh, her and Janet Lee were kind of, for me anyway, I mean, I know the priest is supposed to play this pivotal thing because he's the direct descendant of this person. Oh, he's boring. But he's I was just sort of like, whatever he's about him. He's fine. Yeah. I, I didn't really yeah. feel anything. It felt like, Adrian Barboa's character was very much the heart of mm-hmm. the human oh, element right. of, of the movie. And for me, Janet Lee was that second level of it. And it's just because I, I love Janet Lee so much, but Aww. she's older in that movie. And so there's that, I don't know. I, I felt protective towards her uh, when things started kind of falling apart. And the fact that she was very quick to be like, okay, this crazy shit's going on. Then yeah. we need to deal with it. You know, she was very like, we got to find out a way to handle it. But, um, yeah, she basically yeah, drove the. Just, she drove it from another way, right? She was like, okay, she was kind of. I mean, Adrian Barbaro was kind of driving the the horror scene first, but let she, but Janet Lee was driving the uh, life of the town forward. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the fact that you know it didn't. There wasn't any. And this is something I really like uh, in general. There wasn't this like constant conflict between we don't believe what you're saying. You're crazy. And like, oh, but there's ghosts everywhere. And let's fight about that while there's ghosts everywhere. Yeah. It was more, yeah. it was just mellow. It was like when her, when Janet Lee's character and, you know, I'll just continually call her Annie from Halloween. But when yeah, I don't they, know. Were, they were in their car, you know, in the car driving uh, to go talk to the priest about, oh, come to the centennial thing. And before they found out the story, the real story of mm-hmm. the town, and they're just offhandedly talking about, well, this weird thing happened. The, the dog wouldn't stop barking. And then her being like, the alarms and stuff went off. And wow, that was at the same time. I love shit like that. I just yeah. love it when there's little things that everybody starts experiencing that signals that something weird's going on. And, and they're intelligent it, enough to put it together. And exactly. Not just, oh, yeah. derp, derp, I'm a dummy. 
Yeah. But then when it right. comes down to it, when they're driving, and Adrian Barbo's character's like, turn left. I mean, don't don't go down that street. And they just they just take it. They so listen. They're doing the doing it. They're like two minutes for shit. Has she's happened. saying something's horrible in the fog. Avoid it. Let's avoid the fog. Let's, Let's not just drive right into it. Yeah. You're right. That was so great. Yeah. I'm yeah, yeah I'm very happy. There's there's just something that's very low key unsettling of something very basic um, yeah. of them saying, wait, the fog is coming in from the east and the wind is blowing to the west. What? Like yeah. it's just low key, extremely unsettling. Yeah, because we know that shouldn't be possible. So you're immediately your brain is like, what is happening? Yeah, yeah, I love it. There's stuff like that. It's just it's so, uh, yeah straightforward is is just mm-hmm. i i really like it a lot and again tr- trusting john carpenter is pretty easy for me i i think he knows how to tell a good story he knows how mm-hmm. to get to a good horror movie conclusion you know it is like yes. you know the first halloween where M- michael gets shot like eight times and falls out the window to the ground and it's just like, yeah, okay, I've shot him and it's, everything's fine. And then you look and he's not there. That is a perfect horror movie way to wrap something up. And so The Fog was the same way for me. It was just like, mm-hmm. you kind of, you, you, you sort of feel it in your bones that it's not over because you know what a good horror movie is supposed to end like. And, and so it ends that way. And uh, it's like Hallmark Christmas movies, man. You know how they're supposed <laughs> to go. And you like how they go, no yeah. matter how ridiculous it might be. You like it because it's predictable, but in this mm-hmm. really satisfying way. And, and a good horror movie can do that for me. It can be fun, and I kind of know what's coming, and it's great. Oh, yeah. I My feel the same time. way about a lot of like, action mm-hmm. movies or Love superhero it. movies. Like, like, the, like the MCU movies get a lot of shit for being quote-unquote formulaic, yeah. which I can't argue with, but I enjoy <laughs> yeah. the formula. You enjoy like, that that's I the formula, yeah. how we get yeah. from point A to point B. I, I, and it's I like great. It. I, I really appreciate him going out of his way to like do that basic thing. It's, you don't have to make it super complicated. Nope. You just stick to your story, do your thing, and that's, and that's it. And he just did it clean and did it well. Yeah. Um, he insists that it is based on real events, by the way, guys. Uh He insists the plot was based on a true incident in California in Santa Barbara, close by Santa Barbara and Galetta in the 1700s, where there was a ship coming in with gold in it, and they put a fire to guide the ship, but they put off phony fire, and it ran on the rocks so they could rob it. Damn! Damn. Yeah. He added lepers, you know? And then that makes it, like, super creepy, I guess, for him. (laughs) All right, well, And the fog was based on Stonehenge... Yeah, and then like apparently uh, Deborah Hill and Carpenter was at Stonehenge, and they got the fog rolling, and they're like, "What if something was in the fog? What if? <laughs> what, if- <laughs> what if? What if? I like that we all liked it. Yeah, it was nice. Um, no, I was gonna say, was it scary though? Yeah, was it, like I know we all enjoyed it, but yeah. was it scary? I think there were uh, tense it, moments, it but I wasn't scared. Moments, but I, I don't think I would say it's yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I was worried for Adrian Brabo not to fall off that lighthouse. Don't oh my it. god! <laughs> Same. Yeah, I think I think I um, because I was enjoying the story. Like there, there were a few minutes where I where I felt like tense or or nervy because I was like invested and because they were building a good creepy atmosphere. 
but was it scary no it was scary it was scary the same way that like you get scared when you're sitting at a at a campfire and somebody's telling you the hook <clears throat> man story for the 30th time and you're like Ooh, yeah <laughs> i think the most tense i got was at the uh and when who was going to be the sixth person to die because they were breaking in on adrian barbeau they're breaking in on other people you could see them all kind of getting inside and around everyone's houses and everything who were they going to get were they going to reach in and grab jamie lee curtis Jamie lee who knows I think yeah. that was probably the tensest, but it was kind of just a, uh, it was just good. Yeah. Yeah. Low, low impact. I'm glad we all liked it. Yeah, me mm-hmm. too. You know, I'm glad we all liked this bear story. Yeah. It's, it's fun. And I, and I love that it was shot uh, in that area around, what did you say? Point Reyes and then around uh, Marin County. Point Reyes. Yeah. And, and all that. Yeah. So I was like, apparently there was one scene in Bodega Bay, but I can't find what scene that was. Uh, but really? one scene. Final thoughts anyone has? What were the screaming, Kenneth? Did you scream? Yeah. But, oh, well, besides the girls. I don't know that. Uh, this was like a one. Yeah. Yeah. Which it, it doesn't help also. Like, I, I watch this in the middle of the day, um, which is the least scariest time to watch a movie about fog <laughs> in the dark so <laughs> but yeah I, I think b b's definitely right actually like an amalgam of b and mary uh, it, it's just like a, a feel-good hug of a campfire story kind of movie where you're like eh, this isn't really scary but i'm having a really good time with the 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 like just little chilling story they're trying to tell mm-hmm. yeah agreed me all right so we all liked it uh, weren't scared by it, but enjoy the creepy story. I mean, with the feel-good campfire ghost story that we got. So thanks, John Carpenter, again. Uh, as always. <laughs> uh, coming through. And, as always. Yeah. So uh, thanks again uh, for listening to I Know What Your Podcast last summer. We hope to hear from you soon. Uh, let us know if you have any recommendations at whatyoucasted at gmail.com. Um, we have a Twitter. We do. Question mark? Mm-hmm. Is that what you cast? What you cast it? Okay, you can also follow us on Facebook. I don't know what your podcast last summer, and we have Instagram at ikwypls because they don't allow anything longer than that. And if you give us a follow, and we'll probably respond because we like you guys. We hope you like us too. Aww. So we hope you all creep it real. Creep it real. real. Hey listeners, do you want everyone to know what you did last summer? Want to bring a little Halloween to even the sunniest of days? Check out our merch store at shop.spreadshirt.com N-O-T-L-G for shirts, hoodies, mugs, and commemorative knives. Okay, that was a joke. We don't actually have hoodies. Okay, that also was a joke. We do have hoodies. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.